Hey guys, your favourite podcast is just seconds away, but what if you could listen to it without worrying about using data? Got an offer for you right now. Uh, if you go to ilovedata.com.au, you're going to get 50 gigs of data for only $59.95 a month. There's no contracts. There's no catches. It's ilovedata.com.au. Open that up on your browser now and let's get into the podcast. The following program contains language and subject matter that is adult in nature. Discretion is advised. Okay, there we go. Back. This is Ugly Phil. What are you waiting for? Rubber Room. Do it! Triple M. Hello, Ugly Phil here. Thank you so much for downloading our Rubber Room podcast. I really appreciate it. In fact, come over here. Come here. Come here. I want to scratch your ear for you. There you go. Is that nice? So on this podcast, why do they make flavoured urinal cake? We'll find out about that. Full Moon Fever, does it exist? And also I went around with a hidden microphone to get some workplace confessions. Got the meat of the day as well. I know you need that. Some phone dating, some hand farting, and some disease of the day. (laughs) All that here, now. How great's the world? When you go into the men's bathroom, when you go to the men's toilet in the urinal area, they often have these things called a toilet cake. Um, And they're there to absorb the smells and stuff, right? I mean, I don't want to get too rude or too involved in it because you can pretty much pick up what I'm putting down here. But lately I noticed a bit of a trend in the urinal cake and they're coming in flavours. And they've just installed in the bathrooms here at Triple M in the men's toilets lime-flavoured urinal cake. I thought, well, that's nice, isn't it? So I thought I'd wait till somebody actually went into the cubicle so they didn't know what I was doing. And then I sneaked in behind them. In my hand I had a packet of Smith's salt and vinegar chips. But the guy in the bathroom had no idea that was actually what was going on. So here it is, the toilet cake chat. Who's that in there? Northy. Oh, hello, mate. It's Phil. How are you? Hey, mate. How are you? How's your day going? All right. And how you doing? Yeah, okay, you know. Good show last night. Oh, thank you, mate. I didn't think anybody listened, so thank you. (laughs) No, it's good. I like it. Lime-flavoured urinal cake. I know. How long have they had this here for? A couple of weeks. They're foul. Urinal cake. No, awful, is it? It's a good smell. No, it smells alright. It's quite very limey. I don't know who put them in there, but they mm. I wonder why they call it urinal cake. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot drier than I thought they would be. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just having one. Not, they're quite dry. I hope. Make sure they I thought they'd be a bit like sort of a butter finger or something like that. Fucking eat them! Why are they called urinal cake? Oh, you know you've done you've done some weird shit. Huh? Don't recommend you try it yourself, Nozzy. Oh, crack him again! I'm gonna drink now. Mate, mate, take care of yourself, right? Oh. Hey buddy, don't try the cake. <coughs> <clears throat> I just can't get out of my bed. He's got a face like the Ebola virus. I just can't get him out of my head. Uh. 
Yeah, come on in, guys. Is this him? Is this the guy? This is the guy. So you rang up Sammy X the other night, and you did this over the phone to her. I did. And uh, she's so impressed, she thinks you should come into the radio station and do it. Which I've is... had a lot of worse things done down the phone to me, just FYI. It's pretty cool. Thank you for having me in. So what is it you do? What's that thing called that you do the thing that I can't do it with your hands? I think the technical name is... Hand farting. Hand farting. Yeah. Can you do it, Samir? I can't. I no. tried, no. What do you do for a living, by the way? Uh, sales. What kind of sales? In computers. So like, if you want to buy a computer... Yeah, it was actually <laughs> waiting for the sales pitch then, because your eyes lit up as soon as I asked that. And that, when did you realise you had this incredible skill? I think I was about two or three. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and you've carried with it your whole <laughs> life. Did you think that maybe you could have actually gone off in a different area with your career and with your life and done this instead of, you know, computers? Just made a career out of doing hand fart. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of great calling, except the kids love it. You know, of the course, kids, my do. kids. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do you want to step back from the, and go over to that microphone I've got over there in the corner? Yeah. So, because I want to see if I can pick it up, because it's quite soft, right? So, yeah, okay. Not, not too loud. All right, okay. And uh, this is the what? What is it? The Flintstones. The we Flintstones that, right? theme. Yeah. All right. Okay. Take it away. <laughs> That was uh, certainly worth you coming in here for nothing. You realise you don't get anything for this, though, right? I thought there was something. Uh, we got a like a seed. You can have an old used Give him mug. a screaming jet CD. Shake my hand. No, I don't want to touch your mug. hand. Not after that. <laughs> You're listening to the Rubber Room podcast. You can listen to us weeknights, seven to ten p.m. on Triple M. Sammy X, I've got this theory. You know, whenever you see a police car or you see cops. Yeah. Even if you've done nothing wrong, you feel guilty, right? Oh, yes. I get that big time. So I thought, I wonder what it'd be like if, because we have CCTV around here at the radio station, what if I told people if I, you know, took the secret microphone out, they couldn't see it, and I said they'd be caught on TV, on CCTV. I wonder if I could get people to actually confess to stuff. Do you think oh, that would like work? stuff at work? Yeah. How do you think that went? Mm, I can imagine there were some tales to be told. Nat, yeah. I was walking past Jill's office today mm. and they were looking at you on the CCTV. I just thought I'd give you the heads up. Do you know why? No, no idea. Have you done anything? Not that I can think of. There were a few other people as well from HR just looking at you on the computer. Wow, really? I've got no have idea. You, have you done anything? I can't think of anything, no. Oh, actually, what? I have been leaving a little bit early. Really? What, yeah. like how early? Like 10 minutes. Do you reckon that's it? Dunno. Oh my god. I'm only winding you up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll just sort of give you the heads up. Yeah. They were looking at the CCTV. Yeah. And they were looking at you. On CCTV? Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. You were looking at your computer or something? Yeah. When, when was this? This was this morning, but I don't know when they were looking at you. Like something had happened or? I don't know. Shit. I just wanted to give you the heads up in case they call you in. There was one time after work on a Friday night which I was waiting for someone after like after like eight o'clock at night that I did go on really quickly and then realised I wasn't meant to be on it, but what? that's what, 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 what? just a movie like an adult movie website. 
Like, I reckon probably only for about 20 seconds and then realised I shouldn't be on it. But that would be the only thing. Would that they I'd... be able to see that on the CCTV? Yeah, but I would, that was the only time. That's the only thing I've done. Yeah. And it was only literally for 20 seconds, one Friday. Hand on heart, I've got to tell you, I'm only winding you up. I didn't know that, but you just confessed to it anyway. I feel... There were a few guys from HR and they were looking at CCTV footage of you. Of me? Shit. Do you have any idea why? Stationery. Stationery? Just some notebooks, some pens. How long has this been going on for? Pretty much the whole time I've worked here. What are you doing with <laughs> Sometimes I on-sell it, sometimes I keep no it. It just depends. It depends. It depends on what I want. I feel terrible telling you this now, but I, actually it's not true. I was oh. like, why did I... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well, forget everything I said. Heard of the thing called a lunar effect, which is when there's a full moon and people think that the reason why lunatics come out and many cops believe that they would be in for a hectic night was a thing called the lunar hypothesis. Apparently, it doesn't exist, according to research by the Charles Sturt University. And in fact, Dr. Jeffrey Sheldon's on the phone. He examined eight years of data from the Queensland Police Service and he says uh, no such thing. No such thing as the lunar effect, really. Well, no, and that's prior to that. I've spent 30 odd years believing it myself, so I know how you feel. But uh, I've had a look at uh, eight years of calls for service to the Queensland Police Service on the south side of Brisbane. Yep. Uh, not just the triple O calls, everything from the cat in the tree through to a traffic crash through to serious violence. I had a look at all those just to determine whether or not we received more calls for assistance from the public on the nights that uh, the moon was high and full in the sky. And uh, no, not the case at all, unfortunately. Well, and now you say 30 years because you were a police officer for 30 years. Did you check with hospitals and people like that as well? Yes. The main believers in what I describe as the lunar hypothesis that, you know, the crazies come out for want of a better description are exactly that. Emergency medicine, psychiatric medicine, ambulance officers and police officers the world across yeah. each and every one of us believes it very, very strongly and uh, we'll hear none of the sort if you're sort of going to say that it doesn't happen. Yeah. Also, same thing on radio and especially talk radio. You knew when it was a full moon because the crazies came out, you know. And if you'd forgotten and you walked outside and you looked up, you went, ah, that explains that. Exactly. We need to now find another conclusion. I don't know that we ever will. I think we'll all continue to still blame the full moon. It's, it's nice, easy fall guy, for want of a better description. It's been around for literally hundreds and hundreds of years and one detective in Queensland saying it doesn't happen isn't going to uh, bring that to a halt in any hurry, I don't think. For people like me who tend to be peculiar at times of full moon... And then I tend to blame that. I saw a, a brilliant meme the other day saying, in my defence, I was left unsupervised and it was a full moon. You know, I thought <laughs> that was a fairly great little way to explain your own conduct. So in all of the research that you did, did you find anything where people are affected by the full moon, any circumstances whatsoever? No, in, in my uh, research, there was literally one to two calls difference in the figures right across eight years compared to the, the full moon day and the um, the non-full moon day. So I stretched that out to be a three day where you've got the full moon and a day either side because it looks full on either day and then also the singular one day and you know there was flat out being two to three calls difference. Then I then looked at it well maybe let's have a look at just the night time from 6p to 6a and all it was basically halves of statistics and still nothing more uh, pronounced on the uh, full moon. You know, there's probably a werewolf out there right now questioning its own identity. 
I got accused of being one and trying to <laughs> quell the myth and uh, just to turn people away from the whole thing. Well, Dr. Sheldon, great to talk to you. Thanks for sharing the research with us. No worries, Phil. See you later. Although Dr. Sheldon was saying, since he's actually published the article, a lot of people have uh, debunked his theory, and I'd like to do that as well. And I'm sure you, Savvy X, having dealt with some phone calls around the full moon, would totally agree that there is such a thing, right? I would like to say that without any doubt in my mind, when there's a full moon, we get different callers. So if you work as a nurse or you work perhaps even as a cop or you work, uh, I don't know, anywhere at night where you deal with the general public, taxi driver, one triple three five three. Megan, so you worked in a, an aged care facility for 25 years. Were you a nurse? Actually in admin, but I work night shifts and we have tested it. And you can actually tell it is full moon by the way the residents behave. In what no way? Doubt. They'll be angrier, they'll pick fights, they might refuse tablets. In general, you notice very different behaviour and, you know, nine times out of ten you go, it must be full moon, and then you go and have a look and it is. You can tell it is full moon by the way they behave. Ask anyone that has worked night shifts in aged care. Sure, no, I totally agree. As I said, even in talk radio or even in radio in general, you can tell it's a full moon. And so did you ever change the roster around so you could have that particular period off? <laughs> no, no. Hey, Christian, so you worked on the triple O emergency call number? Yep, that's correct. What happened when there was a full moon? Well, I wouldn't say we get more calls, but I'd say the type of calls are a lot crazier. People tend to scream and yell a hell of a lot more after the night of the pub. All different types of crazy. I've had a woman scream at me at 2 o'clock in the morning demanding to know how much a stamp is worth. Are they all alcohol-induced, though, or have you found people that are sober that seem to be affected as well? No, well, you, you can't really tell over the phone, so you get a lot alcohol-induced, but then yep. a lot that are just plain crazy. There and you I go. I walk outside and I thought it was a full moon. It's always a full moon, I'm telling you. Well, there you go. So the myth debunked has been re-debunked. All right, Gazza, let's talk about Clown from Slipknot and who's been caught up in the whole clown phenomenon, yeah? You know, there's this clown craze going on at the moment where people are dressing up as clowns. People are stealing his identity, basically. Yeah, although this turned out to be just a ruse started by Corey Taylor, who went on a radio station and said, Clown is going to change his name. But then it turned out that people started believing it. And now poor old clown feels like a clown. (laughs) By the way, Insane Clown Posse also recently weighed into this global clown phase and yeah. said, people, don't be fooled. There are other things in the world, more dangerous people who don't wear makeup. Yeah, I know. Did I tell you I had a clown sandwich? What was in it? Just tasted funny. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We did mention at the start of the show that we've been handed an incredible deal from Ovo Mobile. So if you switch to Ovo Data Sim, you're going to get 50 gig for fifty nine ninety five on 4G. And this is going to change how you enjoy listening to music, video, sport, all the stuff you do on your mobile device with nothing more than a new SIM. And get this just for you for listening right now. Ovo will give you the first month at half price. Let's do some math. Let's work that out. A whole month to enjoy 50 gig on 4G for just $29.95, then $59.95 after that. So there's no contract and Ovo will instantly upgrade your plan to any better offers they release as part of their More for Fans promise. And with 50 gig, you can afford to catch up with us more often. Open your browser now and get on at ilovedata.com.au. 50 gig for 59.95 on 4G and then half price for the first month. ilovedata.com.au. Now let's get back to the show. Here's your meat of the day. The meat of the day is my favourite, a 500-gram T-bone. The best in the business. A little bit of sirloin, a little bit of ice fillet, and that beautiful bone in the middle. 500 grams of T-bone. We found out, we only found this out recently, 
that if you listen to the phrasing of Mozart's music, Amadeus' stuff, and you listen to it, they found out that he had Tourette's just by listening to it. If they'd found the secret tape, though, they would have also had further proof. Secret Mozart tape. No. Git. Fickle face. <laughs> Skirt and sack. <laughs> no. Chablis. Bloody f***ing Tchaikovsky's a Wagner. He's a Pull my finger. Bang, bang, bang of shit. Mother Hubbard, Mother Hubbard, Mother Hubbard, Mother Hubbard. Hooters. Oh. Amadeus, are you going to come downstairs and have your tea? Stop playing with your stupid instruments. Yes, mother. <laughs> well, there you go. Some people call him ugly. Some people just call him Phil. Some people call him ugly. I like to call him ugly Phil. The rubber room. Now, you know I'm not much of a Tinder kind of guy, because I'm, you know very much a 1990s dating kind of guy. So when I found an international phone line, it's based in the UK, but, you know, if you're reaching out for love, you can leave a little message on this number and maybe you can find love. So I thought I'd leave a little message. What the hell, right? Yeah, why not? Okay. Hopefully it's, it's in this menu here, but I'm going to go through a couple to find it. Here we go. This is me looking for love in the UK and internationally. He now needs to record your greeting. Make it as friendly and interesting as possible and sound happy. You will get more replies. <laughs> Let's listen to some online messages. I'm ZAF2536. I'm into men and women and I'm feeling very horny. So if you want to talk, then talk to me. Hello, I'm a very bad mother with a big bosomy pillow <laughs> looking for a naughty boy to climb up on my lap so I can him. This isn't me, so by the way. If you're a naughty boy, call me. Hi, any fun guy out there, if you're interested in having a fun time with me on the phone or actually meeting up later with who knows whatever could happen, basically. <laughs> um, we're both in our mid-30s, uh, professional couples, and we can travel or accommodate. We're looking for single men. Um, for some, I would say personality is more important than age or look. Oh, yes, hello. I'm a middle-aged... Professional gentleman, about five foot six, bald, slightly overweight, looking for love and some long beach strolls. I like ponies. I like to watch reruns of Family Feud. Not the one with Grant Denyer, but the really early versions with Tony Barber. I like to be caressed with cotton wool buds. I'm looking for a lady that can tick all of my boxes or some of my boxes. Well, there's, actually, I don't have any boxes, but, you know, if I did have boxes, if you ticked half of them, then uh, I'm your man. Hello, up and coming stature. Oh, there you go. And can often be found. What do you think? Have you had any calls yet? No, I don't think anyone's ticked any of my boxes yet, but, you know, I'm an international lothario, Sammy X. You know, I'm you... not sure if you would tick anybody else's boxes either with that. Hey, are you kidding me? <laughs> so there's this initiative in the UK right now on the Tube where they want people to talk to each other because people on the trains don't talk to each other in the UK. Which is depressing. Yeah. So it's this whole idea that as a society we're becoming more and more fragmented, we're less likely to connect, we're on our phones all the time, we're always emailing and Facebook, which is fine for me. 
But they're trying to now force us to be social. And so there's this whole initiative with London, with the councils, trying to get people to put this badge on their shirt when they go onto the train to say, if somebody else is wearing that badge, you should talk to them. They're ridiculous. Isn't people. that the creepiest people I would know. be picking out those badges, and can I just say? On a different level. In the UK, it may or may not work. It won't work because English people are very reserved, and especially on public transport. Yeah. You wear that on the train to Newcastle, you're going to have a guy with no teeth yeah. looking for a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. I have a theory. If they want to do this, this is fine. I think we should actually have an app that you get on a train. Yeah. And you can message each other on the train and then you can block people. Yeah, scan. Yeah. It's say, like Tinder for public transport. Yeah, exactly. And you it know? could be just like swipe, no, no, yeah. I'm not going to talk to them. The other side to that is a lot of people are making dummy badges with this whole initiative, making fun of it, saying things like, don't you dare talk to me. I would wear that. I would wear that. Yeah. And someone else says, I just care about when a dog gets on the train, which yeah. is what I would wear. Yeah, of course. Or I wear one that says, f*** off. That's a bit dramatic. No, but it gets the point across, right? You see yeah, that yeah. and you go, well, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Well, no, actually, that would make me want to talk to you, Mark. Oh, no. Because I'd be running. like, he's a tough guy yeah, to crack. Hey, hey, I can hey, change oh, him. No, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you don't like talking to anybody. All right. Bigsmoke.com.au. Thank you. Thank you. As the years went by and the child grew to maturity, he found himself possessed of amazing physical power. Now that's a face for radio. And now, The Rubber Room. Triple M. The Who have streamed a song called The Girls I Could Have Had, which was originally written for their 1965 debut album, My Generation, but was never released. Pete Townsend wrote the song but said it didn't work with the direction the band were taking at the time. You can hear the song as part of the reissue of My Generation on November 18. Here it is, The Who, The Girls I Could Have Had. Sit alone and shiver while the other guys are... We may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! I believe they're on Triple M, The Rubber Room.